What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk. And today you're listening to Locker Room Hype. And we've got a couple of special guests with us today. Woo-woo. Good friends. Chris. I'm Adrian. Yep. And we've got Joseph here as well. Always Hi. Joseph. God. Hi. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, locker Room Hype, we're going to do some sports shit. Yes. Uh, yes. First thing we're going to talk about, guys, Tom Brady's a buccaneer. Holy F word. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. pretty shocking to see him in another uniform, not going to lie. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be weird, but but how how is Tom Brady going to fare without Bill Chet? That's a big question. Well, I think the fit between Aaron's and, and Brady remains iffy. And this entire situation is still up in the air, in do, my opinion. Well, question, I mean, around the horn here, do, do you think it's uh, Tom Brady that did the, uh, the Patriots uh, Super Bowl rings? Or was it Bill Chet? That did the uh, whole masterminding of it. I think it was all 52 players of those teams. It was teams. a collective oh, effort. Oh, that's a fail. Belichick that's was a, a huge answer. part. That's a fail answer. I mean, I'm Come sorry. On. No one per player, especially in the game of football, no one player. I know the quarterback is a huge position, but it's not like the NBA. There's not one player that can carry a team. It was all of them. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to get down brass tacks, they had like 32 running backs in that whole decade. That they won their Super Bowl well, rings. Like, I mean, you get the system, the, the, the consistency between all the teams. What James for is about to say, New England, the system, the system was put in place for Tom Brady to succeed. And you know right. what? I still think, like I said, it's going to be up in the air whether or not it's going to be successful in Tampa Bay. Mainly, yes, they're going to be shortened OTAs. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. mini camps are going to be shortened. Training camps. In addition to that, having a new coach like Bruce Aarons, who is known as a fun-and-gun type coach, someone who wants his quarterback to make long throws, is opposite of who Tom Brady is as a quarterback. At this point in his career, he has been able to make those long throws, but right now... But to fit that, the mold of what Bruce Aarons has been known to, you know, orchestrate as a head coach and as a coordinator in the past, I mean, Tom Brady is a rhythm player. Hit the back foot... Get the ball out. It's all about timing. Everything is about precision. He controlled everything in New England. He ran everything. Two back sets, spread sets, uh, motion shifts, full backs, H-backs. The Patriots align players anywhere and everywhere. And players' roles shift on a week-to-week concept. And in my opinion, it was, it was a complex and an all-encompassing system. The Patriots system was always at its best when Brady was able to jump into no huddle. And none of that fits what Bruce Aaron's philosophy is. So you're falling on the Bill Belichick side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Because, because I mean, think about it. Think about it this way, then. Do you think the Patriots with Belichick still there and that whole new team versus Brady and having Gronkowski, which is the new Tampa Bay team and the new New England Patriots team following Tom Brady, who do you think is going to have a better Record or a better shot at playoffs between them uh, out of the Buccaneers, out of the Bucks the, the, or the Patriots now without Tom Brady. Tom Brady's, the, you know, of course, obviously the, the Patriots factor, so. because I, the NFC is just a much harder conference. Look, I I agree with that I can I can respect that. However, in my opinion, I see the Bucks going eleven and five. Mm-hmm. Okay, this season with the sheer weapons Tom Brady has. Five? Yes, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. the sheer we'll weapons. Listen, Tom Brady has. Well, at his disposal, along with a great offensive mind like Tom Moore and considering if they shore up 
the chemistry and implement a system that fits what Tom Brady does best. The sky's the limit, especially in a year where the Super Bowl will be played in Tampa Bay. Yep. And that's why they won't get there. Exactly. Like That's not going to happen. Nobody that, plays home team. Prediction. Nobody plays home team. Come on. I, so here's my thing. Um, sorry, I'm trying to look up because uh, I'm going to retort what you're saying. I, I get what you're getting at as far as the weapons that he's going to have on offense this year. But the thing is, and that's what I was going to say, that to play devil's advocate to you talking about how it's a Belichick, you're siding more towards it. It was a yeah, Belichick yeah, thing. I, did, I definitely am. Um, Tom Brady made receivers in New England. Like he made receivers household names in New England. Um, yeah, he there were and that's the thing is they always built their teams through the draft. They're a lot like Adrian's favorite team, Green Bay. They yeah. they they build off their draft picks. Yeah, and that's what they always did. And you know now Tom Brady's going into something where he's going to have people like already, already established. Yeah, Mike yeah, Evans yeah. is amazing. And with Gronk, Chris I mean, he's Cotton. got the best cast of receivers. And skilled players that he's ever played with in his entire career yeah. this season. Given the fact he is old, that could play a part into his productivity. But he's still Tom Brady. You know, I feel like he was very successful in New England because of the system that was put in place by his coaching staff, by Belichick. But he is still a great passer, great precision, you know, timing type yeah. pocket passer. He is the GOAT. I'm not going to deny that. Here, but here's my retort on that. Here's my retort on the Tom Brady thing. Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, okay? Let's not remember. His best year was with the Colts. And his best year was with the Colts after Chuck, what's his name? After He got cancer. I forgot his name now. I can't think of his name now. The, he was the head coach originally. Bruce Arians took over when he was with the Colts. He got, Bruce Arians got released after that. Had a great year that year. And then Bruce Arians has been tossed around the league since then. Now, Tom Brady, he's going to essentially going to go to Tampa Bay. He's going to have to run that team. He's going to have to run that team. And now he's got to deal with these really good receivers. And he's not going to be able to do it without Bill. Sorry, I don't think sorry. so. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I don't. I know that a lot of Tom Brady's success did hinge on the system he was in. However, he does have the skill set to be successful with the right players, the right coaching staff, the right type of, you know, system that's my, put in place. My retort to you thinking that Tampa Bay is going to go 11 and five next year. They're going to do great offense. They're going to put up, they're probably going to, you know, aerate it out. I, I, but honestly, I think Evans is going to be in 2019, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense per pro football reference.com had them at 29th. And, what 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 draft picks did they get? Did they get anybody huge in the draft for defense? No, every I I, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Does any I idea, did any I of those players stand out? Nobody go? knew, but nobody left Tampa Bay either, except yeah. for Jameis, except for Jameis Winston. But uh, outside of that, the All Pros, the Pro Bowlers, all all those guys still stayed. So you know, went I mean, from, it's went from, new new went, weapons went from crab old. legs to crawdads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom! Yeah, but true. Yes, they what went. Do you, what do you think, they Adrian? Didn't lose what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think Tom Brady's going to like light it up? Are the Look, 2020 Buccaneers going to be? I, you think it's, it's, it's the coach, right? Think, it's Belichick. Yes, and and all you guys, people don't really know just how good Bill Belichick's system is, and and this what I'm about to talk about is what prove is is what's going to prove my point. Okay, you guys remember in 2008, the 2008 season when Tom Brady went down with it. ACL MCL injury. He was mm -hmm. out for the season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Matt Castle. Everybody remembers Matt Matt, Castle. Was that the year that Matt Matt Castle came in? Matt Castle went 11-5 and that year. And then look what he did after that. With the Patriots. A system is a system. But but the intangibles that Tom Brady brought to that system and that team in general is just unparalleled. He he led so many fourth-quarter comebacks, so many great Super Bowl performances. His performance under pressure has been incredible it's weird and you cannot right? deny that because it's I'm, weird and, and, I'm, and i'm not denying that i'm not saying that tom brady is well, not talented and, and see, here's i'm not saying that he's not about that. a great here's quarterback i am saying that he has been blessed with an amazing head coach an yes. amazing coaching staff throughout a, his career it's a catch-22 because there are some people that will say tom brady is the best systems quarterback of all time there are some people that say he's the best quarterback yeah. of all time I think I fall in that group that say, you know, uh, rings count for themselves until somebody else gets up there and does exactly. it. He is the best quarterback exactly. of all time, exactly. in I mean, my how opinion. How do you challenge that? I mean, um, at the end of the day, championships speak volumes. Yeah. Right. And I he's mean, got six of them, okay? He's played in, what was it, eight? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, eight. He, he's, he's played in eight. He's played in more unprecedented guys. Super I mean, Bowls. Super never Bowls. Think about Which that. are hard for teams, most to teams get to. in the league. He's played in more Super Bowls than most teams have ever been yes. in. And he's played in more Super All Bowls time. than Jordan's played in finals. All time. And it's like, All I do time. want to have a rebuttal to the defensive conundrum in um, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. They did draft a safety. They drafted a defensive tackle and a linebacker. So they're addressing their issues. Yeah. I, don't, I don't follow Tampa Bay, so I don't know who they drafted yeah, or where they were. that don't make at. a defense no more. But, you, you I mean, it, it can't help. I mean, it adds depth. It, oh, it does, you have to have – you have to in, – in the passing league right now that it is, overall, everybody passes – you have to have a cornerback. You have to have a safety. You have to have that. But you also have to have some running defensive linemen, outside linebackers, stuff like that. Adrian, did you uh, get your what you were going to talk about? Did you get that ap- across? Yeah, I just wanted to prove my point that other, other quarterbacks, quarterbacks have, have had success in that Patriot system when Tom Brady's been out. Matt Castle being one of them. And where are you at now, Matt Castle? Right. Here's the Kobe Brissett, where are you at? Here's the thing, like, how, <laughs> well, I, I think we can say, <laughs> like, okay, and we'll get into it in a minute. With I don't how even much, think he's in the league. I mean, well. Tampa Bay was up. first in pass yards allowed last year I'll in the whole league. Quiet. First. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, they weren't – I mean, rush-wise, they were 24th, so. Yeah, well, that's because Jameis Winston threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, <laughs> you know. Yeah, of course, he, he wasn't handing off. Yeah. He was threw. He, I think he I threw. I thought it was 30 30. Uh, I thought he finished 30 30. It was, it was like 30 30. 30. Yeah, it was God, 30 30. Terrible. Even 20 would have been horrible. <laughs> he didn't have to get yards. He just had to throw. 33 touchdowns. Uh-huh. It's great to know that he's the third quarterback and in New Orleans right now <laughs> between behind Peyton Hillis. 33 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. Oh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah, not Taysom Peyton Hillis. Hill. I don't know. That was hey, the running back whoa, that was on the Peyton cover. Hillis. for the Holy Cleveland shit. Browns. My bad. Yeah, he got that Madden cover that disappeared. Adrian was looking to be like, who? I mean, he was sacked 47 times last year. (laughs) Jameis was? Yes. So how is that line? How is their offensive line? Wow. I'm not sure Uh, how well their offensive line. I think that was their first draft pick. That was their first round draft pick. They got Brady. I know that. I hope so. Their first pick was Tom Brady can. They did get a tackle. They got a tackle. tackle. Jameis was. Tom Brady can't take no hits. He can't take no hits. That's the thing about him. He's always had the cleanest jersey in the NFL. Yeah. Jamarcus Russell Jr. Jameis Winston. Yo, wow. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't argue with no, that. I think but he has had better production than Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, and he's got a better I've, body I've had to, as far I, as his collegiate I mean, career goes. As too. far as how long his career is going to last beyond this point, it's probably uh, not a good good future for him. But 
I think he does have a future as a backup, a solid backup. Jameis? Jameis. Yeah, for sure. I'd take him in Philly I mean, to be a backup. I'd take I him mean, over Jalen Hurts. Think about how many times maybe, the team loses a quarterback does. and somebody <laughs> has to step up. Jameis is a good, solid enough quarterback to step up and you know take over as a starter somewhere. Okay, but, so but J- not playoff. James thinks they're going eleven and five. Chris, what are the Buccaneers' record going to be next? Year? Oh gosh, man, I want to say, gosh, nine wins, tops, nine, nine, and nine seven. wins and tops. What do you nine think, wins Adrian? Tops. I'm going to say seven and nine. Seven and nine. They will have a losing record. Is this? Are they doing that thing next year where they're uh, making it a game longer? In the regular season? Yes. Or is no, it an no, extra playoff, playoffs, game? extra playoffs playoff? Playoffs, extra playoffs. So it's still 16-game yeah. season? Yes. 16-game season, but extra playoff game. So only okay. one. Only one um, You're saying, wait, six and seven and nine. Seven and nine. Which is possible. Which is possible. I just I mean, look yeah. at their, Orleans is still look at their there. division. Yeah, exactly. Tom, Brady's, yeah. Tom Brady is He's Tom Brady. He's never played a harder division than he has now. That's He's true. A whole but, decade but, of being in the NFC East. But they have one of the easiest schedules this year. Do they? I didn't yeah. know that. Yes, just like oh, I was mentioning wow. to James earlier. They have earlier, the Saints right out of the bat, though. Like I was mentioning to James yeah. earlier, a lot of the harder, tougher teams, they lucked out, and they're actually going to be playing at home against those teams. Like they play P- Green Bay at home. They play the Rams at home. They play the Chiefs at home. And Tampa uh, Bay is one of those crowds. They're a loud fan base. They, they, yeah, they they're, get into and they're probably going to show when up. They show up. When yeah. they, I was going to yeah. say when they show up. This yeah. year they're going to show up like – they never have before. I say not since they won the Super Bowl in the early 2000s. The, the best-selling jersey, uh, the the best-selling NFL jersey right now in Boston is Tampa Bay's. I'm not Brady jersey. I would like to have a so, Tampa Bay, you know, jersey, twelve. Jersey I mean, jersey that, somewhere. Matt That's Damon's probably going to go down and be in fucking Tampa Bay right now. You know, he's got to be down there. Him <laughs> I, and Ben I Affleck. Say, him and Ben Affleck are going to be wearing fucking. Matt you know Damon. the. Uh, the, the <laughs> I say nine, be nine and the seven. Cannons. Nine and seven or ten and six. Okay. Now, that's not bad. See, I wouldn't give that because that division, but that's that's the reason rough. I think it's yeah. nine and seven. Now let's transition to the team that Tom Brady left, the Patriots. How do you think they will fare next year without Tom and with They'll Jared Stidham underneath center? They'll be in the playoffs because of that system y'all talked about. <laughs> I and the AFC is not as good. They'll be a wild card team hey, for sure. You know what? You know what? I actually think the Patriots will be the wild card out of the East, and I think Buffalo is going to take that division. You got to remember, there's yeah, an extra I, I wild card. I, I, I there's an extra wild card position. What about now, what about so. is t- if Tua stays healthy in Miami? Miami yeah. will be better. What's, what's, hey. uh, what's, uh, what's Miami had a really great draft. This what's year, his I nuts? Think. Sam Darnold and the Jets aren't. They aren't that horrible. They're not. They're not. And especially They're with really Brady not. being the gone, are, are, that is a division. I just Robbie Anderson is badass. I think the Bills are still the best team in that division. Yeah, they have. They have the best. And the Patriots coming in close second. And I think the Patriots. We'll win seven or eight games this well, season. I mean, let's not forget the Patriots seven or eight. are good also with Tom Brady and all that stuff, but they also have had the top defense the they, that's the true. last five years. They have the number one defense, the, the number one scoring defense, number one total defense, and interceptions last season. There you go. The Patriots held opponents to 17 points or fewer 12 times last season and undefeated in those games. And the reason I say the Patriots could win seven to eight games next year is because, like I said, their defense – Mm-hmm. could hold their team together and could remain yep. solid. If they can do that, they can carry their momentum from last year into this year, and they they could be the AFC East favorites. Now, like I said, the, the Bills At are... Eight wins are for you? Well, the Bills are, in my opinion, the number one team in that, in that conference, okay, in the AFC East. But if the Patriots can put something together offensively, which they don't have 
anything right now. They have a brand-new quarterback. There's no weapons whatsoever to help out Jared Stidham in his first year to start. But if they can get gain some traction offensively, I feel like there could be a chance for them to rival Buffalo. But Buffalo right now is my number one in that in the AFC East. So here's the 2020 page New England schedule. Uh, September 13th, they open against the Dolphins. They'll probably win that. Uh, then they have the uh, Seahawks in Seattle. And then they have the Raiders at home. Then Kansas City in Kansas City. And then the Broncos, N- Niners, Bills, Jets, Ravens, Texans, who are trash. Um, <laughs> yeah, then, we play the Texans, too. The, pa- uh, the, the, the Patriots for us. The Patriots have one of the toughest seasons, schedules have, next they season. They have the toughest schedule. You think this is tough? Yes, this is one of the toughest I mean, schedules with, next season. It is by record. With the 49ers, it is by record. 49ers, Chiefs, Listen. Ravens, Seahawks. That's it. That's it. Apparently, they got the highest by, uh, by standards. After the I schedule dis- I completely out. disagree with that. You Listen, have, at home. That's four losses. At home, they play the following teams outside their division. Baltimore, mm-hmm. San Francisco, yep. Arizona, Denver, yep. and the Raiders. Then away, they play Kansas City, Seattle, See? Houston, and both L.A. teams. See, that's rough. That's rough. That's rough. And Belichick, let's bring attention to this. He did next to nothing in the draft. See, here, he did nothing in the draft. Here, here's what I think about. Here's what I think. Offense... Scores, offense wins games. Defense wins championships. That's why I think uh, New England is still going to have a very fair time winning that division. Because I mean, what, yeah, uh, Buffalo. Let, twice let's think, a year let's think about the quarterbacks. Start. Let's think about the quarterbacks that the Patriots have to meet. Josh Allen, who's second year, he threw a lot of turnovers last year. Okay. Then you got Tua, who's who's gonna start in Miami. I mean, I don't if, think he's Sam starting. Darnold's the best him quarterback Ryan in Fitzpatrick. that division. Him or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who Sam Darnold's with? the best quarterback in that division. And then now. and then you got Sam Darnold, who threw a lot of picks last year. Maybe he learns. Maybe he doesn't. But that defense. I think, I think is gonna, he does. That I defense is going to get him. You. That defense Look, is going to be. You've got a lot of trash in that division. So, then you have Jared Stidham, who hasn't started at all. It's so just, you think the offense is going to be detrimental to that Patriots yes. team versus the defense that is still number one. Exactly. Ranked. The offense is going to hold the Patriots down, and they're only going to get to eight Ooh, wins call, maximum. Eight wins maximum. I just well, don't see them actually, going think, beyond that. I think all right, all right, all right. What about his legacy? Does this taint his legacy at all? What do you guys think about like a player Gosh, that defined man. his career in New England to just up and yeah. leave? You know, does this hurt his legacy? I think it does. I don't I think, think it no. does. It's not, it, not in the sense that it's going to take away from any of his accomplishments. Look at Brett Favre. But go out on top. Why didn't he just retire? Look at Joe Montana. They, they left their beloved franchise. Except Joe Montana went to the playoffs with the Chiefs and lost. Players do this, so, guys. This is so this is, is nothing that, new. Oh, is I, I, I know thing? that. Is I know that. Thing? But at the same time, is that the nobody thing, wants though? to think of Michael Jordan going out with the fucking Washington yeah, Wizards. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You just don't want to see that. Yeah, He's I mean, fifteen if they, points if they a game. If they don't win a championship with the other team, you kind of like are like. Oh. And I think Jordan with the Wizards averaged twenty, but he was the best player on that horrible team that year. Then too. you've got Brett Favre, who went to don't the Jets. Don't you bring it up, James? Went to the Vikings. And Why? He, it gave way for the best quarterback y'all have ever had in that franchise. He got them to Stop. the NFC championship <laughs> and lost. Better than Brett Favre. I'm sorry, he is. But these quarterbacks, at the end of their career, they do leave and they do I go elsewhere. I mean, it's nothing new. 
I don't see any problem with it. I don't think it's a big deal. It happens. It happens. And free agency happens. He you know? he's tired of hearing the fact that oh, it's Belichick. The reason why you know you have oh, six I'm rings. sure. I'm, I'm sure there was some bad blood there. And like, the, I think towards the end, I think he wants to prove him wrong. He wants to say he, I can win without. He you. does. He wants to prove the NFL wrong that you know he can do this with another team. Right. He could do this with another team. I'm surprised he didn't go to a contender. And if Bruce Aarons fits an offense around him, a precision type timing offense then i think he will excel i I like that coach's attitude you know like he seems like he's not gonna put up with shit i don't why Uh, i i i mean because eventually you have to get to the point of okay so the coach is this that he's great he likes this and that or whatever but until he starts winning like ron rivera mom Rivera, he got dumped from carolina but he went to the super bowl he's a player's coach though and and then he got dumped by his team has he won has he he yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Bruce Arians, where has he been? I know, but I'm saying, like, I would say that type of attitude. He has, like, a Mike Tomlin attitude. Like, I'm not going to put up with your bullshit. And Mike Tomlin's won a championship. You know what I mean? But, but at the same time, Doug Peterson is a player's coach, and he's got a title, too. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I think everybody's different, but I do like Bruce Arians as a coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you all this. And all around then, do what is the level – that you think that Tom Brady would be successful, that you would consider Tom Brady to be successful in Tampa Bay. Back on your mic. Get, stay on that. <laughs> what do y'all think he would be considered successful in Tampa Bay? Would it be divisional? What would he have to do? Wild cards? Or does he have to it's go Tom all Brady's. the way to it's the Tom Super Brady. Bowl? Look at his name. If he's not considered successful. Yeah, you just in. answered it. I would say just make the playoffs. I think you consider his whole time in New It in, doesn't matter. Wild card, division champs, doesn't matter. If he yeah. makes the playoffs, I've, I True. would that's say that, that is a successful What about James? Because what they about James? hit last year, so yeah. yeah. I would, would say, be, I would say winning, winning one playoff game. One playoff game. game. One win, playoff win the wild card game. Get past the wild card. That's realistic. Get to divisional. Listen, what solidify the move and prove to everybody, hey, I can do this without Belichick. I can do this in a new system. And I can play for a new coach and still get the job done and make the playoffs and be successful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joseph? I mean, like I said. So we're all wa- at least one, name, wa- one playoff His that game. name alone. Yeah, exactly. I think, I, okay, for next season, sure, win a playoff game. Mm-hmm. But before he retires, I think it's Super Bowl or bust. It's Brady. And they're not, that's not going to happen. That's what I'm getting at. Like, this is going to taint that legacy as far as – why didn't you just go out on top? I don't think it's so. Not gonna, it's not going to take away he's from already accomplishments. Old. He's already 40. No, was he 43? But you got to yeah. go out on top. You got to know. What, what is expected of, of a 43-year-old no, man? I'm not saying that well, it takes away from Well, but how long is his contract him? then? How long is his contract? But I get what Joseph is going at. Because yeah. what is his contract? Because he signed that contract. It's a like one-year deal. Yeah, is it? But then what's going to happen after that? I'm sure If he doesn't get to playoffs, Brady said, what is he? How old is he? 43? He said he wants to play to at least 45. And like he's deep gonna into be, he's gonna not be, like he's gonna probably 45. be in Houston. He's gonna be end up in Houston. He's gonna be a Texan. <laughs> he won't go to Houston. They have no <laughs> line. Uh, they, they don't have a line. He he's gonna fall. He's gonna he's gonna hit up Ryan Fitz uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick to find out career advice after that. God, that watch. team is gonna. You're, you're, you <laughs> know what's crazy? Bad. You know Ryan Fitzpatrick makes money, so I don't care. That's a team that went deep in the playoffs last year. That's gonna end up just miserable. All right, Tennessee's winning that division again. Enough Tom I don't Brady see talk. How they're not. Yes. Well, Look before before we end it though. Let me just say, okay. from a Packers fan that saw your idol, like Brett Favre, who's okay, most for most <laughs> Patriots fans. That that chick Tom Brady that used is their idol. Reporter Look, stop, the pictures stop, on his phone stop, too. Stop, That's stop, her idol. Stop. Name another Ooh. quarterback you know that was 
winning games high on Vicodin and hungover from alcohol. Stop. Stem usual. Stem usual. Fran Tarkington. Patriots fans. Start. Patriots fans will get over the fact that Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay or went to another team, whether he's successful or not. Because we did. Right, because, yeah, we love him. All right. We, not not we, but you guys love him. I loved Brett Favre. So did but you, I hated the fact that he was in that purple. That's what I'm going to say. I, like, okay, did you want to see was, him have success I, in that no, purple? No, I did not. No, I did not. That was bullshit, I did not too, want him. Watching hey, him lose one of the best to the seasons Saints of his career. was awesome. With, but that's like when Randall Cunningham after went to the Cowboys. it was all over, yeah. after all the drama between him and the Packers were over, um, everything went back to normal. And I love him again. He is, and a, you guys he is a forever but the, but the, a Packer legend, right, no matter what. Right, oh, exactly. Sure. And the, still, but, still best, but he's uh, still the second best Packer. But the Tom Brady Brett Favre situation is completely <laughs> different. There is no drama between Tom, Tom Brady and the Patriots like there were, like there is was between Brett Favre and the Packers. So it's a completely different. Still story. best NFL actor in my book. Nah, damn Marino. Oh, oh, come on! I, I just watched that too. Come on! <laughs> I know I watched uh, it last right, night. Right, right, right. Right. Watch that. Moving on. Moving on. Favre killed it from Tom Brady. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has just proposed a one-and-done rule change for the NFL draft. What do you guys think of this? Have you guys seen this? Yeah, and he wants college football players to have the ability to enter the draft whenever they want to, basically like after they play a season of college football. They have to play one full freshman year, though, right? He wants them, and and he also wants players who go unselected in the draft to be allowed to return to school. So he wrote an open letter Thursday addressed to the college football community laying out propose a proposal that would provide more flexibility for players who consider making the jump to pro football despite having college eligibility. In my This is a big deal. It, it or it has the potential. I don't see a problem with it. You see oh, no, I don't kids either. in in the NBA one and completely done. skipping college and being Kobe, drafted right after Kobe. high school. But not these days, so, not anymore. Well, I mean, right, not he, anymore, but I right. mean here, here's the one thing that it proposes is if a player gets drafted, right, out of first year out of college, gets drafted, and then he doesn't like the team he gets drafted to, and then decides, you know what? Now I'm gonna go back to college. Well, let's not take let's not not consider that now players in the NFL are gonna start getting paid too because their likeness is gonna be used for NCAA twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, whatever it is. I hope so. Right. So, I mean, that gives them a lot of options to do it. So it's kind of going to be, if are you pro-league? Are you going to be pro-NCAA player? Right. And the current NFL rules state that a player must be at least three years removed from high school before entering the draft. NCAA rules do not allow players to return to college football once they declare for the NFL draft, yeah, even the if they have Claire used they, all of their NCAA eligibility. And what's weird about that is the NBA, I don't even know if this is still a thing, but I'm pretty sure I remember, didn't Vince Carter become a Raptor and then go back and win a championship at North Carolina? I'm 99% sure that. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, that, that, I'm pretty sure he won, He went back and finished his degree. Somebody and had he to. won a championship yeah. with North Carolina Tar Heels or got close to the championship. I know he went back and played. I don't know if he won a title, but that's still a thing that, that's weird that it's an NCAA. It's all completely regulated, right? Yeah. But why is that different for the NFL and in, in, in NBA? I don't know. Um, and it's it's like per per the rules and regulations say that this is not an NFL rule, that this is an NCAA yeah. rule. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I it's all money. It's all money. It's what I, it comes I don't. Down I don't to have a problem with that. Those kids want to go in and get, and get burnt. Like, and that's the thing, man. There's kids. What you have to different differentiate between in NFL and NCAA. Like, I love college football too. And James, I know you know that I love college football. I know you're a bigger OU fan than a Cowboy fan. You love Ugh. college football more than NFL. I like NFL more just from the standpoint, and I get it. We can. The, let's save the rules and how much BS is and the money and all that but behind it. But what I'm getting at here is a player can be phenomenal in college, right? But, you know, like look at Jalen Rager. I, he is going to be a player that I'm kind of curious of how this is going to go, not only just because of the Big 12's defense wasn't that great last year as a whole, but, you know, he's the fastest player on the field, right, in college. He had a great 40 time I mean, for the combine. Yeah. I but, mean, out of the – Metroplex schools, SMU and TCU, maybe. <laughs> but. That's what I'm. What I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is, it's easy to be a star on a college team, but when you go to the NFL and everybody's running a four four forty, even on defense or whatever, it's it's hard to have that same type of. Level. So you're agreeing that they should stay? I think it's better for their. It, for a player I think, to I, uh, no, develop. I'm agreeing with yes. you. Yeah, to I'm develop, agreeing with yes. you. I think, yeah, at least two years. I, I'm I'm fine with at least two years. Sophomore yeah, so after year, sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good with that. Not 18 years wanna, old. I don't want to see some college yeah. quarterback stud no, that yeah, who's, a, who's a who's a five on listen, rivals. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it is yeah. different with football versus basketball. Football exactly, is exactly. a full contact, contact sport. Exactly. Yes. You don't want to see a premature, you know, not fully developed athlete yeah. go out there and compete against full grown men who are in their late twenties, mid twenties, thirties, mid thirties. That would destroy you. You need yeah. some you need <laughs> yeah. some development there, whether it be yeah. a year or two. Now I do think it should be two years, but I do also believe that college football players should have the um, opportunity to consult with agents for advice before signing professional contracts. Well, no. I think they should have no. some time. Yeah, I agree with have that. agents agree all around the school. Yeah, because I, and like oh. like one of the biggest biggest hits in the NFL post retirement is bankruptcy. A lot of players file for bankruptcy. Even some of the greatest, like Lawrence Taylor, did. Yeah. Like these people, the the players, they need and guidance as young as, adults. As long as fine, they don't receive any compensation from the agent as part of their of their relationship, then I don't see anything wrong with it. Because you you have the agents, the agents, their whole goal is to make money for themselves. So the bigger the contract they have for the player, True. the more they money can, they can end up getting ripped so off. So they're too. hitting up seventeen years old kids that are just signing, you know, signing going to the schools. They you gotta have agents following them around, trying being like, hey, sign with me, sign with me. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. But no, Har- Harbaugh's take on you know players returning to school if not picked up in the seven rounds of the draft is a great idea in my well, opinion because there are players who should have came back they, to school but mm-hmm. did not. They declared for the draft. They ended up as an undrafted free yeah. agent and they ended up having a zero productive career. They did nothing in the NFL when they could have came, they could have had that extra year especially, of development and actually had a chance. Especially NFL teams, like when these players, like Joe Burrow, he's going to start, right? He's yeah. not going to get a chance to develop behind some veteran quarterback because they traded him off or he they let him go and he went to the Cowboys, right? So Joe Burrow is probably going to be successful in the NFL. I think all of us could probably agree with that. He's going to have some level of success. But I'll, that happens to a lot of quarterbacks. Um, what's the, what the one quarterback from the uh, – the Lions. Joey. Stafford? Is it Harrington? 
Harrington, Bef- yes. But before Matt Stafford. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got yeah, drafted and, you know, had to get put thrown right into the fire. Yeah. A lot of, of that, that's another thing. You don't want some running back that was a stud in high school, played one year at Appalachian State, and ran all over that ass of a conference and end up in the top five of the NFL draft just because of how good they were in college when they didn't really do anything. Yeah, I think you do need that development time. Well, I mean, okay, let's look on the complete opposite side of that. What if you're the coach at a, at a, at a college, at a premier college like Oklahoma, and then you get a quarterback that you got going, you know, like, oh, what, we're going to get this guy going. You know, he's going to win his national championships, blah, blah, blah. Then freshman year comes through, he gets drafted, he goes into the draft. And then you're like, well, he's going to be gone. I'm going to develop this other quarterback. And then he doesn't get picked up. And he can't get picked up as an undrafted free agent, rookie, anything like that. So now he wants to come back to school and wants to jump back into the program. So now what are you doing? Are you trying to get this other quarterback getting trained up? I mean, what are you going to do? You know? Right. So That's a great point. That is a great point. If someone, if a quarterback, a prominent quarterback does – have a semi-successful freshman yeah. year and then goes into the draft, doesn't get drafted. Yeah, you're screwing up. Things your don't team. work out, and then he comes back. And then comes it, back. Yeah, it oh, could you're be saying you could go back. Is that gonna be a that, thing? That's, that's what that's Jim what Harbaugh is. One and done. If you don't get picked up by a team and, and the, you're still young so enough. That's what it is. If he oh, does if, if a player does not get drafted in the first seven rounds, then they can come back to school if they oh, choose. And keep trying. For sure. And keep trying the essentially. Keep but trying. I don't think you should be able to be eligible for a draft. Too. There so are some hangups there with that. I think you, that should be for sophomore, juniors, seniors. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with two Not years. Seniors, you know, enough. But you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, enough time for them to get hit. You know, get feel that how it's going to be, versus coming in out of their high school prom. Exactly. And, you know, you know, that, wearing their corsage into fucking practice. And there are. Like, you know what? I'm going to go however, draft. There are players that are fully ready to compete no, at the highest no. level. There are a no. select few. Nah. Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson, all running Adrian backs. Peterson. All running backs. Look at so, all the defensive players. You're you're all, running backs. all running backs. Most of those guys on Alabama could play in the NFL tomorrow, probably. True. And not maybe not have a, mm. a high level of success. Probably got to rest. They have right. some but for the, for the vast majority, yes, they do. Need to set but, in college for at least two to three years and develop, and at least for a quarterback, like an offensive lineman, the dude, you know, as long as he can pick it up, can move on. A defensive lineman, what do they do? They they attack. You know, they their whole job is to get hit to hit. I mean, the Dominican Sue probably could have came out what his yeah, sophomore year easily. Dude, the dude was has. He was full grown. He was full grown there, out, of, there, out of his There is an room, exception. So. Like I said, <laughs> like that example, there is an exception. However, for the vast majority, I do think they need to be in college at least two years. I, I think no matter we, what. I think we all have pretty much the same agreement yeah. on the, this topic. I think, I think sophomore I think, year. Yeah, sophomore, sophomore, year, sophomore year, year sounds good, but I think yeah. that's a great idea for anybody under senior level to and then, be And then maybe well, allow them back what if, one more time, one time. What if they redshirt their freshman year and then play their sophomore year? They already can. They they can do that. They can pull that off. They, you can go and they can still, play up to the, the draft and then redshirt the back time and get that one year back. So that's why you have fifth, six years. And they can play the so. new rule. They can play up to four games and still have their redshirt. Yeah. So. so switching it up here, staying kind of with the draft, uh, which players, our next topic, which players drafted do we believe will make an immediate impact and who's going to be a bust? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. Two players. The first being Chase Young okay. for the Washington Redskins. Yes. The second being Tyler. I can't say his last name. 
via Daz for the Cowboys. You know, he's from Wisconsin. Great, great program that produces awesome offensive linemen year in and year out. His fellow alum, Travis Frederick, retirement, an abrupt retirement. He's gone. We need a center. Dallas Cowboys need that spot filled with someone who is credible with a proven track record of being successful at a high level. And Tyler has at Wisconsin blocking for the likes of Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he had, he blocked for Jonathan Taylor for what, two or three years. And he comes from an offensive lineman factory at Wisconsin. Yeah. They, that is what they crank out. I think, I think that was a great pickup. I think it's going to be, he's going to be an immediate impact for the Cowboys. And the other is chase young, you know, he is unbelievable. He's, I think he has defensive rookie of the year potential yeah. with the Washington Redskins. I completely agree. Uh, you know, you're a Cowboys fan. I'm an Eagles fan. I am not looking forward to playing Chase Young twice next year. Just not. Because I think he's going to be up there. And, you know, we've seen this in the past with these number one picks, Mario Williams. Yeah. yeah. That don't pan out. I don't think Chase Young is like that. I think he's better than Mario Williams was when he got drafted. I think he's got elite talent. He's explosive especially as an edge rusher, which makes him one of the most elite players in this entire rookie class. He could yeah. very well be one of the league's top sack artists within one or two years, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. So yeah. those are my top two. Who do you guys think? Um, and we'll just do impacts first. Who's going to have an impact first? Immediate impact. Well, okay. So immediate impact. It's hard, it's hard not to argue Chase Young because of the division he's in. There's nobody that's going to stop him. The Giants have nobody stop them. You know, I mean, there's just not, you know. So, Eagles. it's hard not to argue that. Lane Johnson will shut him down maybe once or twice. I mean, hey, I, I, I love Lane Johnson. He's a former Sooner. That's my guy, but. but he's one of the best tackles. He's going to have his hands full Defense with always Young. has the best. Yep, yep. And then the next one, I'm having to jump down because it's hard not to pick Joe Burrow not jumping in on there and taking over. The reason why is because. success, though? Because, here's why. A.J. Green's going to come back, and they have Joe Mixon, and they have that great running back uh, tandem back there with Joe Mixon. I forgot who the other guy is. I can't, I can't remember him. I pick him up on fantasy all the time, but I don't remember his name. They I, did sign Samaj P. Ryan, so Joe and, and, and Samaj are going to be together. I mean, that, that's, he's got his escapes. He's got A.J. Green coming back full. He didn't How's their leave. line? How's that line? They're pretty bad, right? That's They're, what probably, terrible. Dal- They're probably terrible. They're probably terrible. They're probably terrible. But he's got. that's why I'm saying he's got those running backs in the back. So I don't think. Dump. I, I'm sorry. I, I know this is kind of get. I'm not going to get off topic on this, but I'm just going to make a statement. I think Andy Dalton might be better in Dallas with their system in that line. Ooh, and those that's another conversation. That's and Dak Prescott. That's another Dallas conversation. That's, that's interesting. Legitimately, that's I think he got thing. screwed in Cincinnati. I think Andy Dalton's a great quarterback. Hey, I think I think he uh, Jerry Jones. We'll just go off topic for a minute. Yes, we're going to have to. <laughs> uh, I think Jerry Jones went with Andy Dalton for two reasons. The first being a great insurance policy if yeah, Dak. For sure. If Dak signed, which now is great, a possibility. Dude. Gets hurt. Or, it's a possibility. Or if Dak's contract. Yeah. So that's did, did they, did they, they, they franchise tag yeah. Dak, right? Yeah. It's, he, he's franchised. Yeah. So. The other so, reason yeah. is to light a fire. Why did he turn $31 down that? $31 million well, you, you, was not enough for Dak that guy. Dak Prescott, I know you'll never hear this, but if you do, you're for that guy. fucking idiot. He got franchised. The other reason is to light a fire under Dak to get his Hopefully. ass motivated and make it, you know, accept some type of money and get out there, put all the prima donna 
tendencies aside. How old is Andy Dalton? Like thirty-one? Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, and he's still technically kind of. He's got a. He's already got a home in the in the Fort Worth he's area. Already, yeah, he already lives. And in he's Dallas. from Katy, I mean, Texas, I, I, down in Houston. I guarantee you. I I, I think this is a. Um, my bad. Uh, I think this is a. Uh, the coach y'all just got. Help me, Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, Mark McCarthy. I think this is a McCarthy deal. I think he was like. Andy he Dalton. likes Go he likes him. the pocket quarterbacks. Go get him. He likes the pocket quarterbacks. And yeah, I and think that, I'm telling you that Andy line, could realistically step in and be successful. As an Eagle fan, I'm not afraid of Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. I mean, look as at as an Eagle fan. Yeah, Andy Dalton steps up. We're losing both of those games, especially with CD Lamb there now. Yeah, for he's sure. got somebody to throw that's, to. That's another that's one. tall so anyway, and big. Did you give, for to stay, get yeah. really back in. Uh, you're two that is going to oh, make a direct okay, impact. Okay, so yeah, we got off. Somehow Joe Burrow led to all of that. But uh, what I was saying is the other side on that. I, I, Chase Young is one guy. And, and then I Burrow. was going to. So uh, now you got three. <laughs> you already said Joe Burrow. Yeah, I know. That's what we we were talking about since me. But Chase Young was the uh, was the guy. Was the guy. And then the, uh, the other guy I think that could be is uh, the Giants, Andrew Thomas. Offensive tackle. Okay. Helping Saquon. Saquon? Is it and Saquon? Daniel Saquon? Jones. Saquon. And Daniel Jones. Saquon. Yeah. Da- is Daniel Jones to the smaller limit, but Saquon. <laughs> Saquon's that team. Everybody knows that. Right. Saquon. Saquon. I mean, that yeah, is. Dude they is do need. Monster. You're right. No, Saquon Barkley. Chris, Hate you are right. The they do need a, immediate help on the offensive yeah. line. So And he's going to be a tackle on the outside. It's going to be a monster. Hey, think about that. Think about that. Dallas and their defensive ends <laughs> versus the Giants. And that tackle? And Adrian, who do you think is going to be an immediate impact this year from the 2020 draft? Who are your two or three players that you would think would really make an impact this year? Um, I'm going to focus a little bit on the NFC North right now. I'm a Packers fan, so that's the division I focus on the most. But as much as I hate to say it, I think Justin Jefferson with the Vikings is going to make a big impact. Okay, I, I was could hoping see that. that we would get him. I was hoping the Packers. Matter of fact, would I was hoping the Packers hey. would, would draft a receiver. A receiver. Jo- yes. Joseph was expecting yes. and and wanting Justin Jefferson too. <laughs> yeah, but so, they went with Jalen Hurts, my guy. That was right. weird. That was a weird. That, that, but he ain't. That he, was in the, the second. Round. That is not a good second round pick. Was, no, not at all. Not at all. We got Jalen Rager in the first. I was kind of upset. I was. They had a weird draft. Overall, after they killed it on day three, they got a B from a lot of analysts, and I kind yeah. of agree with that. But, yeah, Jalen Rager for the first pick, I, that's – yeah. I mean, you know what? Yeah, last night I was laying in bed, and <laughs> I was watching yeah, Eagles were. fans' reaction of the drafting of Jalen Hurts. Our fans are so It was insane. Day, though. It was like, insane. They booed Carson Wentz. They booed Donovan McNabb. <laughs> the Eagles fans are fucking stupid as a whole. Hey. I'll say it. I don't hey, care. Our boy EDP thinks the same thing. He yeah. hates – he hates being an eagle. I heard him say it the other day. That dude needs to be on suicide. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> anyway, Adrian, go on. Finish your. Uh, oh, I can. I can keep talking now. Thank you. Sorry. Thanks, oh, guys. Hey, I didn't try to. Y'all started <laughs> bringing in my birds. All of us have mice. Start bringing in my birds. Talking. I'm gonna do it. All right. So, on. like I was saying, Justin Jefferson, I think, is going to make a big impact, especially with Stephon Diggs uh, gone. Uh, they're gonna need some help. Uh, other, besides Adam Thielen, so I think Justin uh, Jefferson is going to make a big impact. I yeah. hope he doesn't, just because I don't want to see the Vikings <laughs> successful. Um, also, one of my Packers picks that I'm excited about: we picked up a tight end from the University of Cincinnati yeah. in the third round, named Josiah, and I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. Deguara, maybe I believe that's how you say it. 
Um, but you, the University of Cincinnati is known for developing good tight ends. Travis Kelsey, one of them. Brent Selleck, another one. So I'm yes. hoping that um, he can, because we haven't had a good tight end in a while. Right. Y'all uh, drafted a lot of good well, tight ends. Who was that? Jim, but we, y'all have been able to do we, nothing we, A, a couple end, years ago, <laughs> we picked up Jimmy Graham in free agency, but he just was not effective like we expected him to be. Hey, uh, don't forget so the I'm other tight ends you got in y'all there. Y'all had a tight end from Texas, didn't you, at one point? We had Jermichael Finley. Yeah, that, was probably, Finley. that was probably the last good tight end you had. Mercedes, what's his name? Well, I see, yeah. y'all. Had a, we still have Mercedes Lewis. Y'all also Lewis got uh, Mercedes Lewis. And then there was but another one what, before what Jordan, has he too. Done? Y'all got A.J. Yeah, Dillon, exactly, too, exactly, who yeah. I think is, is a, is a yeah, really I'd, solid running back. Yes, I think that he could definitely help, uh, especially with Aaron Jones. Uh, I think he could be a really good uh, pass catch receiver, not just think a running he'd be back. Like a, uh, he does have good hands. Okay, yeah. okay. So he's going to catch a lot of passes out of the backfield. He's going to – who do you all have right now starting? In At the, running back? In, Aaron in, Jones. A.A. Aaron Jones. Yeah. A.A. Bron. Yeah. I mean, you all are going to have probably running back by committee and throw him in there and get a – huge chunk of the carries as well, which is going to boost your rushing numbers astronomical right. where they were. Yeah. I mean, I mean okay. y'all haven't had a good running back situation in a while. We had one last year. Aaron Jones. See, nobody Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones tied Derrick Henry last year for rushing touchdowns in the league. If you don't watch NFL, that's a stat for you. Here's there the you question. Go. Here's a go. Here's, here's the question. Adrian, like you like you're saying, like nobody recognizes Aaron Jones being as one of the top elite running backs in the last two years. Yep. They don't. He, they he don't. Rushed, he just he just he falls rushed for on the over wayside. a thousand yards last yeah. year, and he had sixteen touchdowns. I yeah, just he, think he he's one of those come and go come and go running backs. I don't think he's going to sustain success. NFL Twitter. Opinion. The problem NFL, with Aaron NFL Jones Twitter. is he's smaller than most. Yeah, he's, he's exactly. Not, yeah. He is not a power runner. He's not going to plow yeah. through people like a Derrick Henry, um, but he is effective. Yeah, so far. I mean, well, I mean, you can make the, the argument that's the problem with Green Bay's skill position players for the Re- last ten years. Receivers, they, man. They, they they have somebody great, does great, couple years, and then they fall off. I mean, Jordy Nelson, and they disappear. But yeah. besides Jordy, yeah. he was great. Who was consistent? But. Well, okay. So here's where I was going with uh, asking Adrian. It was like NFL Twitter was pissed about Jordan Love getting drafted because they felt like he was a backup to Aaron Rodgers, and then the running back. That y'all drafted, they felt like he was a RB three behind Eric Jones. So, how did you feel when you when y'all drafted after that and getting what supposedly was majority Green Bay Packer fans, uh, you know, all backups, just nothing but backups. I was upset that we did not draft a wide receiver. I'm not going to lie about that because yeah. that is one of our weakest points right now. Devontae Adams got, cannot yeah. do it do it by himself. Mm-hmm. I don't think Devin Funches is the answer. I'm not saying that he's not going to be an impact this year, yeah. but I don't think he is the answer. And this season, this year, was probably one of the best – wide receiving classes yeah. of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's up of there. There was time. a lot of fumbles around and, the, the draft, It's up there. Though. It's very and deep. the fact that and, – and I'm, I'm not upset that we drafted Jordan Love. I mean, I think that he could he could possibly be our quarterback of the future in the next three or four years. But, you know yeah. what, Adrian, what um, I'm going to do for you? 
I, I bought a pack of cards. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And there were 16 autographs in that in that oh, box. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Jordan Love is one of them. Oh, boy. Let me get that shit. Surprise. So, Surprise. I mean, Surprise. And, and what was the one and, you were going to give to me? It was Jalen's, wasn't it? It was Hightower. The Boise oh, State yeah. Hightower. Hi, Hightower. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not um, upset I, I that we got a quarterback though. the okay. first pick. Autograph my own shit anyway. I'm just upset <laughs> we I mean, didn't this get has a ride receiver you guys. at all. This has happened to you guys before with the drafting of Aaron Rodgers. You know, he fell and fell and fell. And y'all just couldn't pass him up. Do you remember when that happened? It was like. Oh, fuck. oh yeah! I, I see oh. it all the time. Quarterback the time. for Green Bay. Yeah, he sat behind the guy that does, never misses a start, and you're drafting a quarterback <laughs> right. who's in his prime currently. <laughs> well, well, maybe the back and, end and of it, but is, still. This is one of the things that I try to bring up uh, on one of our first like pre-test episodes that we were talking about. Um, who, who is Aaron Rodgers' backup right now? Can anybody? Take a guess without googling I, it. I, I think it's me. I think I'm like fourth. I think I'm fourth. I'm, I'm waiting for the call. Maybe? Let, let me tell y'all. Maybe, his name. Maybe. His name. His name is Tim Boyle. All right. Boy. Oh. He played college at Eastern Kentucky. Okay. Trash. So right now we really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's. It's had, not a I've bad. Seen, it's not, it's not guy, a bad draft either I've way. Seen is what the you're guy, you're right. I've seen the guy playing preseason. He has a good arm. But it's say if Aaron Rodgers were to get hurt this season. There is no, <laughs> there is no Joseph way. Just throwing down shots. Now. You could, you could just kiss our season goodbye. Yeah. Well, I if mean, we here's, here's what, here, you know, these are all hot takes of the draft. You know, we just got done with the draft. We're all seeing the draft and these players and these guys and who the fuck knows is gonna do it. That's you that's but point and blank of any draft. Exactly, man. It's so spectacular it's still, though because it, it is up because in the you air. could be right. And you could be wrong. Eagles fans booed McNabb because they didn't draft yeah. Ricky Williams. How the fuck did that work out for y'all? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we didn't get was, a, he he choked in the Super Bowl, but other than that, he was probably I mean, one of the every best te- quarterbacks every team ever. Has that, He's one of the best history. Eagles quarterbacks. Every team he's has that top, history. He's top fifteen quarterback of all time. Top five Eagles. Well, for I, sure. I've been top fifteen all time. Top fifteen Uh-oh. all time? Yeah. No. 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 Fifteen Cowboys, all time. Twenty. Cowboys, Eagles. 20, there we go. Twenty. No. Twenty. No. Okay, uh, my my maybe, two players maybe fifty. Man, that's a little bit too low. A one hundred. Keep wait, it one hundred. Twenty for who? Donovan. Donovan top twenty all time maybe twenty five no. quarterbacks. Ooh. No, he's top twenty five. I keep backing up five uh, every time. <laughs> uh, there's a possibility. There's a possibility in there. That's just the bleeding green in me coming out. But uh, the two players I'm going to talk about are not Eagles. My two uh, draft players uh, that I think are going to have an immediate impact. Uh, my number one is Tristan Wirfs going to Tampa oh, Bay. Oh, yeah. I to, like that. I like, like that. Yeah. Wirfs was, uh, that was one of Tampa Bay's, like yeah. we talked about it, one of their biggest weak points on offense last year. And, you know, getting Tristan Wirfs um, from Iowa, who's I think was a steal at pick number 13. I, th- I really thought he was going to go higher than he really did. And coming in to, you know, block for Tom Brady, who definitely needs the protection. Um, that's, yeah, Tristan Wirfs. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be an immediate impact for sure. And I was I was impressed that they got him. And who was your other? The the second one I have um, was the third pick of the draft to the Detroit Lions, Jeff Okuda. Oh, from uh, Ohio State, right? Yeah, the defensive yeah. back. He was and he was very very efficient and good at Ohio State. He's one of the top cornerbacks in the nation last year. He was definitely the best in the draft. In yes, my in the draft, I think he was one of the best. So that is a solid pick right there. And the reason why I, I, I picked him is because we, the 
yeah, you can't stop me talking about my birds. We just got Darius Slay from the Detroit Lions, and that puts Jeff Okuda in that spot now. Uh, maybe not to start, but I definitely see him midseason having an impact. I think he could be. I think Jeff Okuda uh, has the potential to be one of those defensive playmaker rookie of the years for sure. For sure, right? He's he's got great ball skills. Um, he was an amazing player at Ohio State. He was number he was number three overall, like you said. His athleticism and his accolades that he had for what he can bring to the Lions, it's going to be what they really need. They need they for need sure. a strong defensive backfield, strong secondary. Especially he's going to bring Darius Slay. That's that's going to be he's going to bring a ton of experience and a ton of athleticism to that that secondary, and it's going to be beneficial for them moving forward. Yeah, for sure, Jeff Okuda for sure. All right, so our fourth topic is going to be NFL teams to have facility reopening protocols in place by May 15th. So what that means is they want all reopened protocols that they've come in line for COVID-19 uh, to have those back in place to start opening these facilities, I'm assuming, to help start training camps and mini camps and all that stuff. Yeah. Right, and they've been closed since March due to the coronavirus pandemic. I think it's a good thing. Hopefully it will get some of these athletes back oh, ready as a football fan. Are you saying that? Or are you saying that as a non, I'm saying that as a fan. I'm saying that as a fan. I want to see these, these guys get back to work and get back to a normal routine. Yeah. Yeah. As a football fan, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. As somebody who doesn't know uh, completely how everything's going to play out. I don't even know if there's, we, we still don't even know if there's going to be an NFL season next yeah. year. And, you know, the first group of employees allowed back into the facilities would include no more than 50% of non-player staff and up to a total of 75 per day. So they are taking some type of medical precautions. Yeah, precautions and uh, incremental steps to get to 100%. But they're not just going to throw 100% out there day one, which is good. But at the same time, I mean, you know, you're, you're having that contact. It's a contact sport. You can't keep these people from being off of each other. And it's just... I don't know. I don't. Is this the right time? What do you think, Adrian? Should we have like training camps and mini camps be starting and everything like that? I honestly don't see why not. Okay. I mean, you're gonna get Corona, you're gonna get it. I mean, in my opinion, almost everybody has it. It's just some people are more immune to it than others. Um, some people haven't and don't even have or show symptoms. So, I feel I feel like if we continue to live in fear and do all this social distancing. We'll never get back to normal. We'll no. never get back to normal. Right. Yeah. I think Just, there has to be like the phase one, phase two, phase three. There has to be some type of incremental steps in a process to get us to where we and it is are good. normal. But... They're taking small steps forward. And I think that's good instead of just going like, ah, fuck this. Let's just do yeah. it. Let's throw everybody out there and let's just have full-blown you know, practices and, and workouts and just get everybody exposed. Yeah. I, I don't know. I could see – I just – I hate – I mean, injuries happen in mini camps and training camps. And, I mean, you know, you look at the standpoint if, you know, that could happen if it was open anyway. But we're under such a – this is going to be such a new time. And, like, we've I've heard this talked about uh, on podcasts from Locker Room Hype that I wasn't a part of. But, you know – Teams, whoever win a championship this year or next, is this going to be an asterisk next to your name because this was a COVID championship and you didn't have the right teams and, and who's all in shape? I don't know. Like you're, you, This is going to be such a weird football season. I think we're sitting here basing 
records and you know statistics on everything because we know the game of football we know the players we know the type of caliber of who we're talking about but at the same time what has this person been doing during quarantine exactly you know partying drinking well eating tons of food they are going to provide safety and hygiene training to all nfl employees who will return to the facility so is that including well, like extra conditioning? See, How's that going to work? Uh, face exactly. covers, That's, physical distancing for at least six feet will be required see, of all employees. Okay. Gloves will also be highly recommended, according to the memo. So, Think about but this. it doesn't get into any like extra. Are they are they implementing any kind of like the, I, the ICO? This is just about the facilities. The, well, the ICO would provide information on corona testing yeah. for suspected new cases. There's no mention in the memo of preventative testing. This is just getting into the facilities opening, but it doesn't talk. I mean, like the catalyst is how are these conditioning and these trainings? And they can they can so, resume their their virtual off season programs yeah. on May 18th and continue them through June 26th. Now let's take in the contrast. Okay, so if we're gonna allow everybody to come back, that's the thing about the contrast, right? UFC Dana White, there's a there's a pay per view tonight. Guys, there's a pay-per-view tonight. Exactly. He's doing we'll, it. While we're recording this, we're watching uh, the background yeah. fight go on, and nobody's and in I, the stands. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit on that. We'll, we're going to talk about that once we get there. But think about this. The UFC, they have to deal with the fighter, a cut person, the doctor, mm-hmm. three judges, and then two announcers. And then however many cameramen, but they can stay separate. It's pretty now, spread think out. think about the NFL. NFL game. There's... 22, 53 players. 11 players on each side. On each side, and then the special teams, and then the extra guys that have to come in for substitutions. And then you have the uh, medical team. Concussion protocols. Yeah, you have the medical team. I'm not even talking about the refs. Let's talk about the refs and all that that have to play there and be in the stadium. And then the stadium people that have to prepare the field. That could right. possibly say. Well, and then you have the network guys that have to camera mm-hmm. and get all the shit. So even without up. fans, there's still a lot of people being there's a lot a of There's a lot of people for an NFL game because there's a lot of people involved and, and in you know, an NFL the game. The KBO, which is the Korean baseball, they're testing their players twice a day. Exactly. Do you think the God, NFL it, needs to do something like going that? through that test twice a day? That whole fuck. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I didn't even want to cuss on that one. But I just, I, I've seen that test. I've seen that swab go that old to your spine right in the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. But I don't, I don't know if this is the right time, but I do think the incremental steps is necessary, especially if we want to reach some type of normalcy within you know, the next few months before football season. I'm glad that it's starting now. Even if it is, you know, yeah. limited, it is what it is. And I think that it's necessary. We need to do something or else we're not going to have a football season. And do you guys want to live through a year without football? No. Not me. No, do you want to deal all. with players dying? I've already gone a whole month without baseball. I cannot go without No, that would be difficult. I want to see the Lakers. We could have won a championship and this whole thing fucked us. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing screwed us so hard. Um, and, and wasted a whole year of LeBron's <laughs> yeah, I know, athletic. I know. Being. Yeah, yeah like wrong. like that's the thing. Dude's playing he's, on borrowed time at the yeah, moment, right? Like he's he's, he's playing at a high now. level, right. but now he's gonna have to take a. And he tweeted the other day. He's like, "We're gonna have a season." And I'm like, yeah. "No, you're not." Yeah. <laughs> there is gonna, Bron- gonna be Brownie's gonna have to come in and help him play. Um, I'm gonna change it up here. Uh, we were gonna talk about something next, but being as we did talk about touch on UFC just a second ago, um, our next topic: Should the UFC begin this early? There tonight is a fight night. Uh, there are actually some really good fights tonight anthony pettis yep. cowboy that's not even the main card who's right, the main yeah. card chris 
Uh, let me let me look it up. Well, I to- think, Tony, I want to say it's Henry Cejudo, Dominic Cruz. Yes, yeah, right? I think oh, yeah, yeah, Henry Cejudo, right. Dominic Cruz should be the main event, and that is for the championship. You know, so, what is, do you guys think? This, should this be happening? I'm gonna I'm gonna start yeah. with I, I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna start with a perspective from one of the fighters, Tony Ferguson. According to him, he's still living the same life. He's still doing his thing, which is training. And he's better preparing himself every single day. He says he feels great. In the past month, he's been busy. He started MMA sparring again. So he's patting everybody up and getting them ready. And he hasn't sparred like this in years. He says he's having fun doing it and doing what he loves. So he's just taking the approach of, hey, I'm going to do what I need to do. And this is what I normally do. And I'm not going to let this get in the way. I don't see any wrong with that as no. long as he's taking the, ni- the necessary precautions but that's just a perspective from one of the top fighters tonight and it sounds like i mean if he's an athlete that is at the top tier of his sport yeah. he's probably not even on a daily basis if this was 2018 he was yeah. probably doing nothing different and he was probably already staying away from people because he's trying to train well and then again it's easy to keep it small you know right. there's five people that come out regularly for a fighter on during fight night you can eliminate that down to three people, the fighter and then a cut man and then your uh, coach. And you guys did touch, you touched on this. You said they, they tested every fighter. Yeah, twice. they tested every fighter because uh, what's twice? his name failed? Salsa failed. Salsa failed on the way in. That's last or night. Was that the, that was the never mind. Sorry, that was the Korean baseball. Yeah, team. the Korean baseball. But still, every fighter had, did get tested. Yeah, they, they got tested. They got tested the way in last night and then apparently got tested before this fight, which I don't know how they can run through the test. When they get tested before the fight, right? You know, it takes some time, right? Um, and but, you know, according I to, mean, uh, it's it's easy to keep it compact versus a team sport, right? That's what I mean. And I just mentioned the Tony Ferguson. Well, Conor McGregor also weighed in on this, and he doesn't like the idea of fighting in an empty arena because he would yeah. rather fight in front of a large crowd. However, <laughs> uh, he would consider fighting in July after being assured that the fighters and staff involved in the upcoming three shows in Florida are healthy. And safe afterward. So even he's having reservations is what it sounds like. And he he was planned to fight up to three times this year in 2020. Yeah. So what you you got, Adrian? You think I just want to touch base. This this is really a good fight card. And it's it is a good fight card for in a while. It really is. Right now there's the prelims, okay? Right now you've got Carla Esparza and Michelle Waterston with Karate Hottie fighting right now. They're in the third round. Next, you got Fabricio Verdum and Alexi yep. Olenek. Verdum. And then after that, you have Anthony Pettis and Donald Cerrone. Yeah. That, that could be a main card. That's just, that's yeah, even, that's the prelims. That's, prelims. that's not even that's the main card. That's the prelims. We're not even to the main card. The main so. card, you've got Greg Hardy. Everybody knows Greg Hardy. Yep. <laughs> in formal, the Cowboy formal, Smasher. Failed Cowboy Smasher. NFL player. He's, he uh, he's fighting Morgan DeCastro. Then you've got Jeremy Stevens and oh, Calvin yeah. Qatar fighting after that. Francis Ngannou, who is a freak of nature. All right, fighting. How long has Greg Hardy been removed from the NFL? Uh, 12 years. No. I actually kind of looked it up. Is it, it, has it been 12 years? years? It's just like, because he got a re- he went, he fought and then got arrested for something and then came back out and then started fighting again. That may not be wrong, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Like he's had a yeah, a career he, with fighting, a career 
with fighting. He's had no. that. Yeah, he, but he, he retired stopped. recently, didn't he? Yeah, 2015 was yeah. his last year with Dallas. Yeah. And he was, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it hadn't been that long since he was no. retired. He was 27 at that at that point when he played with Dallas. Because he got a really bad just, injury oh. in 15, didn't he? It was just one year that he was with Dallas. He did get I injured. I was thinking 2013. Whoa. No way. You know, he was with Carolina back then in 2013. That's the team I was thinking of. But I think in 2015 with Dallas, he had a, he had a, he was set to become. He started every game. He had did one, he? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe he did. I'm thinking about something he, else. He but. was a monster when he played. He had six then, sacks then, that then, season. Yeah, That's pretty were, impressive. Yeah. yeah. But then there was problems with He also sacked six record. women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dallas P- PD said. So That's yeah, true. Right. So anyway, Francis Ngannou is fighting a guy named uh, Jaizino. I, I, it's, it's a really hard name to try to pronounce. Yeah. Last name Rosenstruik. Anyway, he's undefeated. He's 10-0. He's got four knockouts. That should be a good fight. Then you've got... Um, so the guy Leonard with the hard Cejudo name to champion. say has 10 <laughs> knockouts. Yes. Okay, just remember that. First one and the other one. Uh, co-main event, you've got... Championship bout, bantamweight championship bout between Henry Cejudo and Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz has been out for a while. He's been injured a lot. And then main event, Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. That's a good good one. But they say the J. It's Gage. 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 Something like that. I was saying Gaethje like you too, but apparently we're too fast. I found it interesting. it's, It's a really good card. That a lot of these fighters who normally fight in Albuquerque, New Mexico, they're fight, they're training. Uh, yes, they're uh, training outside yeah. in the mountains. They're hitting mitts or at training at home. The they're just outdoors clubs. Yeah, in high altitude. Yeah, in high altitude, Albuquerque Fight Clubs. I'm telling you, those are those breed champions. D- the Diaz brothers will tell you that's yeah, a UFC hotspot. Yeah, in Albuquerque. It is. It's insane. Like it's regularly John Jones' insane. camp is yeah. there. Everybody goes, and America's top team has been there for I don't know how long since. Uh, since uh, what's his name? Uh, the old hardhead, the old guy, the non. Uh, well, no one's gonna help me on this. American one. top team is actually based out in Florida. Yeah, but they have yes. a camp in Albuquerque. Is what I'm talking Do about. they? You know, real quick, keeping at UFC, I want to give a shout out to uh, somebody I I knew growing up uh, who's recently last last fall signed with UFC. Uh, she's a local from Emerald, Texas. Sarah what? Alpar. Oh, has nice. recently signed with UFC. Uh, she's she's a great human being and a phenomenal female fighter. Well so I, I'm well looking done. forward to her first fight. Well done. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Sarah Alpar in the Ooh. UFC. Let the um, podcast know. Well, we're gonna. Watch I know, right, Sarah? Stream. If you're listening to this, because I'm gonna tag you in this yeah. afterwards to yeah. let you know that I shout you out. But I'd love to have you on here and interview you at some point. Hell yes. She's good. she's had some great nice. success. Oh yeah, she's 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 surprising a lot of people and. Cool. You know, to the people that know her, uh, her uh, lovely sister Jennifer and uh, Jennifer's husband Jacob, Jacob and Jennifer Potter, both very good friends of mine, uh, fans of the show. Um, if you know Sarah, they they, it's not surprising to people to know her. She just has that kind of will and determination. Um, but we're gonna kind of mix it up a little bit, kind of get in relaxing. We've kind of been debating on all these uh, professional athletes and all the things that we want to talk about, but. You know, it's 2020, right? New decade. We're not going to let COVID right, stop us right. from enjoying a decade. Um, so keeping it sports related, we're going to go around the horn here. James, you're going to start. Okay. If you could build an all-decade 2010 team in the NFL, who would you have on your roster on offense? Okay. And then I want you to give me 
we don't have to do a defense, but give me give me like kind of like a fantasy football aspect of it. Give me some offensive players and give me a flex. And who would you who would you have? Okay. So to slate my 2010s all decade team at quarterback, Tom Brady. Undoubtedly. Running back, Adrian Peterson. I'm just gonna choose one running back. Mm-hmm. My one A or one B would be Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. But Adrian Peterson, wide receiver, Calvin Johnson, Antonio Brown, my tight end, Jason Witten, my man. My flex would be Darren Sproles, and my encompassing defense would be 2013 Seattle Seahawks Legion Ooh, of Boom. The Legion Whoa, of Boom. wow. So, okay, let's break wow. it down position, position. Quarterback, you got Brady. Yes, sir. Why Brady? Why Brady for your all decades? I mean, I know we've probably had enough on Brady, but go ahead and break it down for me on this. His willingness to will his team in a fourth quarter. His Super Bowl wins, his charisma, his leadership. You can't go wrong with Tom Brady. He's the GOAT, in my opinion. You can hate him or love him, but the stats are the stats. The facts are the facts. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Can't argue that. I mean, we can't. And my running back, Adrian Peterson, I'm kind of biased on that one. He, he is a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. He isn't a Hall of Famer. In the future, he's former Sooner. I got to see him play in person and watch his entire career at the University of Oklahoma. And when he went to the Vikings, he was an absolute beast. So he's my running back. And Calvin Johnson, what can you say about Calvin Johnson? He retired too early. He had a great NFL career. He was stuck with the Lions, yeah. much like other players were stuck yes. with the Lions. Barry <laughs> <laughs> Sanders. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. So yeah. he is just... The and Antonio Brown was the other one, right? Right. The athleticism of Calvin Johnson, the size, the monster catch radius, he is my number one. And then I have Antonio Brown. His production in the 2010s was outrageous. You know, he was the go-to target for Ben, Big Ben, in that Steeler offense. He was a great receiver. Besides all of his recent antics as of late, I mean, he is – one of the top receivers still in the league. And when he gets back in the league, he's going to continue to flourish. For sure. And Jason Witten, Jason Witten, yeah. Hall of Famer, through and through. He's a class act. Okay. He's a great possession tight end. You can't go wrong with Jason Witten. I'm going to slap you, you can, in the face. You can, but. If you talk bad about my man. All right? <laughs> you know, as an Eagles fan, you I can, totally but. respect the hell out of Jason Witten. For sure. That's one cowboy that always – Put up not good numbers. Only and then you have D- Darren Sproles, you know, dating back to Darren's uh, magical, Kansas State days. Yeah. He was absolutely a terror for my Sooners back then. I got to see man. him as early as, what, 2002, 2003 when he oh. played in college, and he was, he was a beast in college, and it transitioned into the NFL with the Chargers and then with the Eagles. He's the ultimate gadget weapon. He is – For um, sure. He's amazing out of the backfield. He can catch the ball. He can he – can, Go between the tackles if you need him to. He is just one of those all-around athletes that can get the job done. He can return punts. He's just an awesome athlete. And then the 2013 Legion of Boom. Good God. I mean, they were phenomenal. You know, among the all the defense from the past 10 NFL seasons, the 2013 Seahawks rank in the top 10 in both points and yards allowed per game. Yeah. As well as total takeaways. What's, so how can you argue with... What's the name of that safety? 
Chancellor? No, the other one. <laughs> oh, in the news recently, right? Come on. Oh, Earl Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I just well, brother, we're gonna we're, that, we're gonna close Thomas. tonight talking about Earl Thomas here in a minute. I just had to hear you say his name. I don't uh, like Earl Thomas. He's a former Longhorn. Screw him. But anyway, hey baby, he's getting what hey, he deserves he's now. Getting, he's getting everything. He, well, he he's, got getting, he's getting he a lot more too. So. Everything. We'll, we'll talk that. about that. Boy, what you doing in that bed? It's a family <laughs> thing, baby. So, yeah, so is that it? That that's that concludes my 2010s all decade. I think that's really good. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All Chris. right. So, so mine is going to be quick. Mine is pretty much with, with James. I'm pretty much on there with James. You got Jason Witten too? Except that. There's a, <laughs> there's a little discrepancies that I don't know. I think my team would be his team. Like, you know, okay. So Tom Brady. Yeah. Except I would go with Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady would be the backup. Aaron Rodgers would. So Aaron's your starter. Aaron, Aaron would be my starter. Okay. Aaron would be my, I'm gonna change my guy. Now, He'd then. be my guy. <laughs> He'd be my guy. Um, I'm okay with Adrian Peterson. Sorry, I know who Adrian's gonna pick. Me. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. I mean, come on, that guy, that guy. You're not gonna. Antonio Brown, despite all the kookiness, the kookiness that he went through, <laughs> cuckoo. Yeah, he's still Antonio Brown. The records are still there. The numbers are still there. Right, especially you in know, the 2010s, he yeah, was an I mean, absolute it, machine. At yeah. this point in time that we're talking about, yes. Now, Antonio Brown from 2001 on. That's that's fifty fifty. So. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. But uh, the tight end. Oh, I mean, I don't want to jump on the Gronkowski thing because it's Gronkowski. I was wondering if anybody was going to say him, but I'm not. I'm going to take Kelsey on that one. <laughs> I hate Kelsey. I hate Kelsey. You know, Chiefs Forty Nineers rivalry. Now it's going to be a whole thing. But right. Yeah, you got to take Kelsey on that one. Yes, you got to take Kelsey on that one. And uh, I'm with the Sproles thing. I put that as flex. Okay. That dude is good. The dude is oh for sure at that time. At that time, you're not gonna change. You could do everything. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, you could you. set him uh, behind maybe, Adrian Peterson. Maybe could if you we imagine <laughs> him following behind uh, Adrian Peterson. Right. And if we were talking about the 2000s all decade, maybe you would have chose Brian Westbrook, Joseph. For, for sure. Flex. Uh, yeah. Uh, my, my, <laughs> nobody would have. Nobody would have. My flex is gonna be a receiver. Okay, but we'll, we'll get to yours. I'm gonna jump on the uh, Ravens defense. You know, you got to just because okay. you know they have a, any particular uh, year or 2012. What, whatever year, uh, uh, whatever year uh, Ray got murdered, y'all in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, whoa, in the Super Bowl. Whoa! <laughs> I was gonna talk he about did, something else. He did but, murder uh, a lot. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yeah. Allegedly, it's funny because Ray Lewis killed a guy. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly. Go on, Adrian. Jump in here. All right, what do you Adrian. Got? It's all Packers all day. All right, yeah. All, all Packers, no matter what. It's going to be like. <laughs> Nobody eats cheese, though. We got Adrian. Um, a lot of the players that you guys mentioned are also some of the players that I've had that I have on my 2010s All Decade team. All right, I imagine they'd be pl- pretty similar. Obviously, quarterback. I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. All right. Yes, Tom Brady has more rings, but athletically, Aaron Rodgers is the superior quarterback. Athletically, and yes. he does things that other quarterbacks do not do, like try to get you know free plays and things of that nature. Um. <laughs> Running backs, um, even though I hate the guy because he played for the Vikings, I did go with Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And and I also went with Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. One of the wide receivers you guys haven't mentioned yet, I went with Larry Fitzgerald. Solid choice. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. 
And my second. What are you wide wah, wah, wanting? Probably hey, the best. One receiver of the best solid of, receivers of, of all, all time. time. Why? One. Well, he's, he's, he's not better than so Rice, long? but he's up there. He's up because he's played yeah. so long. Every every decade. Oh boy, you here we take go with one of Chris's uh, hey, bad takes. <laughs> I was wondering what was going to happen. Every every bad takes, and then he interrupts me and doesn't let me finish what the fuck I'm trying to say. Stop and I also takes. did. I also did Stop go with. Bad so Adrian, I, also, Adrian, I want. I want to hear more about uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Why? Why Larry? Yeah. Why do you think? Because he's been solid his entire career. He has. He's and he's, and he, he hasn't always had the best quarterbacks. Right. No. Uh, but, you know, besides Court, Kurt Warner. Exactly. What quarterbacks has he had? I, I and I do think Kyler Murray's going to get Larry Fitzgerald back. My up boy K one. I mean, he's because Kyler. I think it was a surprise. I did not expect Kyler Murray to be. I didn't think he was going to be as good in the NFL as he's turning yeah, out to be. Especially for his I was really year. surprised he didn't and go I to think MLB. He, and I think he's only going to get better. Better. I think Larry Fitzgerald will get back up there as far as his numbers go. He's Larry. But, Larry Fitzgerald. You know, he's a class act, man. He is a great guy. In my opinion, he is as far as on the field, off the field. He's the he's the most deserving of a ring out of every player right now. He's got the best hands, man. Without a doubt, he's one of my favorite players. Without a doubt, that's currently still playing. Who's your other receiver? My other receiver was also Megatron. Okay, Calvin Johnson. I think that's probably on everybody's list. My tight end was Travis Kelsey as well. Boo. Um, flex player. It was really hard not to pick Darren Sproles, but another flex player. Not necessarily a flex player, but I, I went with Dante Hall. Okay. Good pick. One of the best punt returners, kick returners, uh, in my opinion, I like of that. all time. I, I'm I really happy Hall. you said that because <laughs> he's one of the best special teams players of all time. Yeah. That I I couldn't if building, I couldn't not think about that guy. I him and Hester, it. man, like yeah. If, if you had, had to pick a punt, and record. I was and I was thinking of Devin Hester Hester too, but Dante Hall, like set the stage. He was also a decent receiver, Hester. and if you have an inkling that he's going to return a punt one Sunday, you put him in your fantasy team on for one of your receivers for your flex, and you could end up having a heyday with that pick right there. Right, as well as my all decade defense. Um. This is actually the defense that we actually beat in the Super Bowl, but the 2010 Pittsburgh Steelers. That's that's with, who I went with. With my boy Ziggy Hood, uh, yes, Troy Polamalu, uh, T.J. Ward, James Harrison. God, you know what? Uh, I forget about T.J. Ward. He's good. Sorry, I'm to I mean, no, off. no, no. You're good. Um, who else did they have here? Lamar Woodley, James Ferrier. Ooh, Ferrier. Um, yeah, he was on the da- decline, but he was still Ryan Clark. I mean, there. I I couldn't. My not favorite go. ESPN analyst. Yeah, I couldn't not go with him. So I I picked. I went with the 2010 Pittsburgh Steelers. It was between them or the 2015 Denver uh, Denver Broncos. Dude, that's a good um, one too. Von Miller. Von Miller. Uh, a kid. To, a kid to I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't. It was between them two. Yeah, those were my two think, two know, defensive picks. Out of everybody that spoke so far, yours is my favorite team, like for sure. Really solid picks. Um, my all decades team. I did have Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, but we've heard two other people talk about that. Right. So I'm gonna go with Peyton Manning. There's a reason. Peyton Manning. I'll go with Manning. Um, dude was a record breaker, gunslinger. Uh, you're you're perfect 
I think when anybody thinks of how they want a pocket passer to behave in the pocket, I don't think there's anybody better to look at than Peyton Manning. Right. And the audibles. Yeah. He was a genius at changing up the plays. Right. When did Dungy start defenses? letting him recognizing do that? a defense and, and altering the pre-snap, you know, movements and plays? It was He's so it intelligent. Was really good. Right. And I mean yeah, that forehead's so smart. big, so there's got to be something in that head. <laughs> yeah. The commercials. The hurricanes alone, in his head. The commercials alone. But, yeah. Just the best. Uh Manning for sure, who who had great success, you know, for the Volunteers in Tennessee when he was in college. Right. Uh He should have won the Heisman but didn't. I think he's one of the best college quarterbacks. He's definitely undeserved. like he, James had said, that was one of the things I was going to mention is he should have won the Heisman trophy to add to his accolades. Um, that's my quarterback. My running back is going to surprise y'all. From 2010, in the last 10 years, what running back has had the most yards from scrimmage? Um, my boy, Shady, Shady LaShawn McCoy. McCoy. Trash. Hell no. That's my running back. I'm going to pick with no, number there, one. There was a time That's he was really good. That's not a bad really pick. Good. I'm not. He rushed for 10,434 yards and had 13,923 yeah, yards he, for scrimmage in only 144 games. Yeah. And didn't like, I mean, he was kind of bastardized in Buffalo because they were splitting the load between him and, uh, what was his name? Yeah. Is it Was it C.J. Spiller? Or no. What was his? What was the oh, other running back? In, they, they were they were trading uh it was like running back by committee and they were all sharing carries yeah they yeah, all sh- there was three running backs there and then that old dude that used to play for the jaguars ended up there too uh fred taylor whoa it is fred taylor fred taylor was there but they and all but that was the third one that was the third one they were all splitting carries and that's what i'm saying oh, is like Lashawn mccoy had such great success and i think he was held back a lot in the system i i mean he did flourish under chip kelly but i i would love to have seen what you know LaShawn could have done like lined up in the he eye. He had some injuries too. Well, LaShawn was part of that whole 2010. He was the other guy on the uh, Dream Team squad. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He was up there. Um, my number two H back is Beast Mode. Um, I, I think Marshawn Lynch is, you know, you give that dude the ball, they that's another Super Bowl that they win. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. One of the one of the most bonehead plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a running back, but at the same time, Beast Mode. It was one of the best plays. Defensively, yes. Defensively, it was it Butler that intercepted? Yeah, the pass, Butler goal, goal, the goal line stand, and they literally pra- practiced that. You yeah, can, they you did. They, they and that that's that, that goes Malcolm back to the Butler beginning of like, this podcast. that. A testament to you know maybe yeah. it is more Belichick because damn they, they did practice they that play. That. How many, and and nobody they would also know practiced that. They also tried to do. Philly special before we did it, and Tom Brady dropped the ball because he can't run. Hey, y'all, <laughs> cop- y'all copy Philly special from Baker Mayfield in the Rose Bowl when my Sooners played Georgia. Oh my God! Y'all copy now we're that shit. That, that, that play is balls do- overdone by a lot of college you know teams. Nah, OU wasn't the first to nah, do it. Y'all, let, y'all stole Lincoln Riley swag on that <laughs> nah, one. They, I've seen that play done by Boise State. I've I seen think it done why T.Y. Tittle threw it in like 1974. My two caught one done. My two receivers. I mean, like we said, number one, Larry Fitzgerald, the most deserving player of a Super Bowl, in my opinion, that is currently in the NFL. Second, second player that deserves a ring uh, is Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, I think, is up. It would probably be another quarterback that you could pick for an all all decades team as well. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Philip, but he just didn't get the job done. He didn't have the the accomplishments to back the productivity on the field. I wish he would have gotten over the hump and won some playoff games and actually gotten to the Super Bowl and, and pulled it out. But he's just one of those players now 
I feel like he's he could be, be like a, a John manager. Elway and yeah. win it later in his career with the Colts. I don't see it. I don't know. We'll see what happens moving forward, but we're going to have to see how he plays. But yeah, uh, Larry Fitzgerald for sure, my number one, and then my number two receiver. Like we've all, I think everybody has said Calvin Johnson. Like, right. how do you not say him? Um, he was dude, so dominant. The dude like retired early to help save his, you know, own life later in life, and you know, be mobile and all that, and right. look at all the concussion protocols and all that, and then just having the use of his legs. But he, I think he could have, if given him a better quarterback, or not even a better quarterback. Matt Stafford's perfect enough, but to have a better offensive line, better coaches, better team. I yeah, mean, like Lions, it's or... it sucks. It's like well, it's he's a, he's a Larry Fitzgerald. Him and both are Larry Fitzgerald are in the same boat. Like what could have been, you know? Right. Um, but they still had Hall of Fame careers, and they'll for still, sure they'll get in the Hall of Fame. They'll still get will. a ring from the Hall of Fame, which a lot of players are gold jacket, green jacket. <laughs> who gives a shit? They I mean, didn't get a ring. <laughs> I think I think it's pretty cool that, that players are now they're getting a ring along with the gold jacket to get you know once they're in the hall of fame I, that that is cool that now one thing, are they are they backing uh, are they sending rings to those players that just got the jacket before all that i don't know and the bus well, probably but i would assume so moving on my tight end my tight end no surprise come on baby make it hurt so good <laughs> zach Ertz is my tight end of choice um you know, broke the single season record for receptions uh, by a tight end, breaking Jason Witten's record. So, I mean, obviously that means he's better than Jason Witten. So. He trash, bro. He trash. <laughs> Jason Witten is all-time he, Dude, even as a Cowboys great. fan, you got to admit, Zach Ertz is pretty damn good. He's not better than Jason Witten. No, no he way. Is. He's more athletic. No way. It's fine, though. Uh, Jason Witten's a better pass blocker. But... Anyway, nah, he not, he's not that great I, of a blocker. I traded Jack Ertz uh, last year on Fantasy. For, Jack Ertz? Uh, Who's that? <laughs> for for uh, Mark Andrews. Who? Hey, Mark Mike Andrews Jones. is a beast. Mark Andrews? <laughs> Who? My flex player. Sooner, baby. What's my up? My flex player. Nobody said this yet. Everybody my flex knows. player is actually going to be another receiver, Julio Jones. Oh, yeah. Julio Jones was pick, an absolute pick. beast. He's He has the athleticism, the ability to get off the line and cre- create that separation like nobody else in the NFL he's today. He's huge. He's got a huge frame and he's got a his big upside is fantastic. Like Calvin Johnson. He's he's like he's like he's got the speed and muscle of Calvin Johnson but the upside of like Alshon Jeffrey ability to jump over every defender and just go up and get it. Um yeah, Julio Jones. My defense is the 2011 uh Baltimore Ravens. They the year that they did not, they lost in the championship game. Um, when the lights went out. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. That was during the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. They won that the next year. But, but you're picking the, the the defense that season that they won the Super Bowl or the year before. The year before, okay. uh, because they lost a couple of players on defense, and that was the one that uh, uh Spagano or whatever his name is, and what is the guy? He was a, he was their defensive coordinator that year. And they were they led the league in 2011 as uh, as the leading uh, run run stop defense. That's a good pick. So that, that's my 2010 uh, decade team. Real quick to close up this episode of Locker Room Hype. What in the hell is going on with Earl Thomas and his brother? <laughs> what happened in that bedroom, boys? Well, you know, he's lucky to be alive after cops say his wife held a loaded gun less than a foot from his head. It's pretty bizarre after she allegedly caught him cheating with another woman alongside his 
Dun dun dun. Family. His family. His brother. Well, see, this is what I heard. So the <laughs> way the most down on the streets. most <laughs> news media outlets are making it sound like him and his brother were having a threesome with one female, but I've also heard the true story is what happened is Earl Thomas was with a female in one room, and then his brother was with another female in a different room. So what really happened? Well, and um, I've also heard even well, reports but at one of, point when she walked in, they were both in the same bed with one. They chick, were both so. in whatever, the same bed, and I heard something Alabama was going down. In, I mean, whatever between him and his brother. So day, I don't know. At the end of the day, we can speculate, speculate, speculate. But the Ravens got rid of him. Did they they're release on, him? They're, they're on. I, know, their I heard way. they were getting ready they're to cut him. They're on their way to release. Who's them. picking him up? Dallas. Come Somebody on, else baby. is. The you know what? Probably will too. You know what? Yeah, you know, we're we're some dirty birds now. Right? I'll take him in Philly. I, mean, I don't give a hey, shit. Hey, Earl Thomas <laughs> is still a good safety. Whatever. He bring does your with brother, his brother in that, that chick. <laughs> bring South his brother. Philly. I don't yeah. care. We'll give him a jersey too. We'll give him a jersey number. Let's bring him in. What Let's did Ludacris say? <laughs> dirty bird on the fifty-yard line with the dirty birds kick the tree. Yeah, Woo! You, you, Earl Thomas will be eighty, and his brother will be eighty point five. Let's go. But the, the the topic I wanted to talk about was was his wife in the wrong? Like if you catch somebody in the act of infidelity, hell I mean, no. With a gun? Well, they got a gun. They got in a fight. Okay, like morally, morally, we can all say what we'd probably do. Is she in the wrong? No. We probably would be in that same, like, if we caught our significant other. Oh, I'm not married, so I say yes. She was wrong. Now. But at the same time, like, you can't just run around like Wild West. We saw something tragic this weekend. Well, earlier in the day, they got in a fight about his drinking. And so he like, all right, peace. I'm going to bounce to my brother's house. And that's where it all went down, apparently. <laughs> his brother's getting it on. My my thing his is his brother picked uh, his brother picked him up from his house. A Roman, a Roman. Is that okay to, going on? It, just like I know infidelity happens a lot, but is that okay to take a loaded gun, put it in somebody's head? How did that end up on TMZ? Is what I want to know. Well, TMZ is uh, right okay, now. Not, everybody's is, staying at home. TMZ, the, chick, the chick was a reporter for TMZ. <laughs> TMZ, the TMZ is on everybody's address right now because well, they know what, everybody's this, home. This is what confuses me. All right, so word of this came out three days ago on the sixth. Right. the The actual incident happened back on the thirteenth of April. So oh, why? Yes. That long ago? Yes. Oh, I didn't so know that. So what? Well, it, they you got know what I mean? Austin, Texas area uh, pre, got a call at 3.41 a.m. after getting a call about a disturbance. So, and, you know, his wife decided to check on his whereabouts by logging onto a Snapchat account. And that's when she says she found the video of Earl with another woman. Oh, he didn't turn off the thing, the locator on <laughs> yes, Snapchat yeah. that shows where you're at. <laughs> oh, he in that bed with his brother. <laughs> Did it pinpoint the bed? Could you, I mean, the could you imagine? And then the, could you imagine? She probably has his brother on Snapchat, yeah. too. I mean, they're both the together. Right they're there, both and together. And then some chick in the middle. And, and they're she, both <laughs> probably facing each other, too, on the Subway Snapchat. There was, there was Snapchat a meme now. I saw on Facebook, actually, that was hilarious. It said, these are the worst moments of Earl Thomas's life. And, like, one of them was, like, the Derek was Thomas, it last year or the or year Derek, before? Uh, where he was Stiff being arm. carted off the field, flipping off his fans. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. That was a bad moment. And then last year when he played for Baltimore, like he gave up a big play, I think. Derrick Henry, know. he got stiff on turn turned around. Right. Yeah, that right, was it. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, was right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then and then they showed a screenshot of the Snapchat map 
of the locator. <laughs> you know what? It was at a it was a nearby Airbnb rental home. Oh god. That makes it even <laughs> they worse. Ordered, they ordered that off of Craigslist and got that hookup in about 10 minutes. And she called minutes. she ca- listen to this. She called two other women to help her confront Earl at the pad. And Nina also claimed she grabbed Earl's pistol, a nine millimeter beretta, in the process within the intention to scare him. So I mean she had she obviously had some intent with bringing the the firearm to the house to just scare the shit out of him. But this was a, this was Earl Thomas right after the incident. He posted this on Twitter, which I thought was really hilarious. Right. He was like, I just, I just, I I just want to get in front of this. I'm going to go ahead and play it. Wait a minute. Baltimore Ravens player Earl Thomas was involved in an altercation with his wife Nina Thomas. Talking about us, just keep us in y'all prayers, and uh, stuff like this happens, bro. You know, I, we try. Oh, what you mean threesomes and gangbangs? <laughs> yeah, that does happen on Cinemax. Anyway, go ahead, Earl. Let's live the best lives we possibly can, but sometimes we don't go as planned. Uh, just pray for us. I didn't expect my wife to come in with a loaded 45 and put it to my head while I was trying to gangbang this chick I just met on Craigslist. Yeah, stuff like this happens. You know, as we go through this stuff. Thomas went on to say that he and his wife are talking. Oh, I wanted the full video. It's, But yeah, like he just, it was just a very weird, like it wasn't even an apology. He was just like, I just want y'all to pray for us. And this please, kind of stuff happens. This please, please be with us and don't ask questions. And what was funny is I saw, uh, who was that? It was uh, Ingram. Um, oh yeah, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram on Twitter put, and I don't know if it was his real Twitter account, but <laughs> it, it was. Said, it yeah. wasn't him. He I said it, yeah. it said uh, something along, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like, "Leave y'all alone. Don't ask questions, motherfucker. You were caught in bed with another woman with your brother doing some weird shit. Nah, we got questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I don't know. I I've never been a. Do you like think you said, Chris? I'm not do you think this Thomas. is gonna hurt his NFL career moving forward? It's going to hurt his career with the Ravens. I don't think it's going to hurt his career with anybody else because no. the Ravens have to separate from him. You can't just hold on to a him team will pick like, him in this you, day and age. You can't yeah. just be like, you know what? We're we're going to be okay with this, but our publicity team is going to be dealing with it. Blah blah blah. You can't do that now. So you have to release him. No. It sucks. No, because now another no. team is going to pick him up. They're Adrian, not release what's your rebu- they, you what, did, what did he do wrong? What did he do wrong? Baltimore already did. What did he do wrong? Baltimore already no, did. No, there's, there's the no. God, he's a Earl Thomas's Ravens job looks safe after wife allegedly pulled gun on him for affair. Yeah, Again, I mean, what did he do wrong? He didn't he violate an NFL. Right. He didn't fi- he cheated, violate an NFL. He policy. didn't punch her in the face and beat her up in an elevator. Ray Rice. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't rape yeah, anybody. Yeah. I mean, technically, Ray Rice didn't do anything against the team either. But he okay, but he did something wrong. And he did something wrong. He murdered a guy on a boat. Is not wrong. His brother was involved in that orgy. <laughs> Who knows what they did? Exactly. But, okay, but, but Ray as, Lewis, you, as you as you again, if you own the Baltimore wrong? Ravens, if you own the Baltimore Ravens, and you have this guy who's got this whole TMZ thing going out. When y'all haven't been even Ray together. Lewis stabbed a man more than Paul Pierce has been stabbed. Look, in if face. I was the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore I, has might, that I might suspend the guy for maybe Baltimore has that history. two, three, four games. Why, though? Why but I'm not going to cut sus- the guy. Why does he deserve to be suspended? For what? Because Baltimore being already in the has news, that history. Being in the news, Baltimore being has in the that media. history of getting those uh, I'm, I'm with Adrian. that are so I'm angry. with Adrian. He did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong to be cut. Is he going to go to court? Okay, is he going to go to court? 
No. no. What did for he what? do? What, what, what did he do for you to go to court? Is he not? No. Was no. Gun the was wife pointed a gun at him. He didn't do nothing. Yeah, no. So, so there's Is no it illegal to pub- cheat on your wife? Is it illegal is it for publicity illegal, to be on there? Is it illegal to it cheat on your wife? No. Ask Kobe. <laughs> he just buys a million dollar ring, four million dollar ring afterwards. He's dead. All right. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, with that, I think we're gonna end it here. Before we go, Happy Correction Officers Week. Today's the last yeah, day. For sure. Correction Officer Week yeah. was May May fourth through today. So I just want to say shout with, out to all the correction officers working behind those walls. Nobody knows what we do. No one walks in our shoes except for us. Thank you for what you do. Love you. Didn't yes. know that. Yes. Thank you, Adrian. And also happy Nurses Week as well. Thank you. Shout out to all those sexy nurses. I love a woman in scrubs. Y'all's fine asses. Thank you for what you do. <laughs> And to end it all, this is gonna be this is coming up is EMS week and nobody's Fuck COVID nineteen. Fi- no, nobody's finding EMS. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> this has been Locker Room Hype. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week for new episodes. Peace.